0: Welcome back to the channel like always my name is Jose Naharo and I am a self-taught investor looking for investment opportunities for my long-term portfolio i am very excited about today's episode we are going to take a look at three stocks that i'm keeping my eyes on right now before we start let's make sure to smash that like button it helps so much with the youtube algorithm and on the description in the pinned comment you should also see a link to my discord channel it's free to anybody that wants to join i post every time i buy and sell there and also you should see a link down there for webull if you sign up using that link we both could get a free stock if you deposit 100 dollars So for each stock today, we're gonna do a quick overview of what they do. We're gonna take a look at some technical analysis and take a look at some of their fundamental numbers as well also one thing i forgot to mention today we are taking a look at three stocks like i said and uh, we're also going to take a look at a fourth stock that was recommended by a youtube comment so if you guys want me to take a look at a stock feel free to post on the comments and maybe on the next episode i might do a quick overview on it all right so the first company we are going to take a look at today is Flir. they have products that have to do with thermal imaging thermal reading and they're using a huge variety of markets from military border control engineering development security they're used on drones cars tanks helicopters for the new for the police department night vision um they're also used for example documentary or or when people use them to to record videos in in nature or for science purposes so there's a huge variety of of platforms and applications that we use FLIR for right now obviously with the whole COVID-19 Thermal, ca- thermal imaging and thermal reading products are doing amazing and many believe that FLIR is one of them that will continue to improve and get more sales as this whole situation continues to develop. So first let's take a quick look at the overview. So right now FLIR is sitting at about $41.95 year to date it is down 21 percent from the beginning of the year and it is down 28 percent from its all-time high of the year right now fleer has a market cap of 5.38 billion dollars very small company compared to those that we see out there so we're also going to take a look at charts two things we're looking at the charts first is it overextended? the first thing i'm seeing is we've seen a nice price jump up in FLIR. i know arc investing is purchasing a lot of FLIR lately that could be a reason so when we take a look at the short-term moving averages it is a bit overextended the second thing i want to take a look at is their volume within the stock price it's at right now so here i'm looking at my volume profile my favorite my favorite technical tool to use it tells me at what stock price are we seeing the most volume and we can see we have a huge range of volume between here this 34 dollars which was the nice nice support levels and we're seeing this huge resistance level at around 46 dollars so we can see around this portion there is still a lot a lot of volume so that tells me that we're gonna there's a lot of people that bought in and sold in during the stock so this is gonna be provide a nice amount of support and resistance around these levels Next, I want to take a look at future growth for FLIR. FLIR right now is only expected to grow 3.4% on average annually for the next three to five years. This is a very, I wouldn't consider this a growth stock at all. And this is pretty, pretty insane that this is the type of growth is seen, especially right now with all the thermal imaging that is needed um, due to the overall pandemic that's happening. One would expect the sales to increase right now. But one thing we are seeing that FLIR is positive in earnings and they're also positive in cash flow from operations they're making money right now next let's take a look at their financial sheet balance sheet they have about 320 million dollars of cash and they have about 783 million dollars of total debt so it's almost uh they almost have two times more debt then they do cash and so one might think that's a bad balance sheet but remember they do have a strong earnings and they have a strong history of cash flow from operations being positive so that gives them a leeway to not have such a strong balance sheet so to me in general when looking at the overall company it does have a, a decent balance sheet based on its other fundamentals next i wanted to take a look at his price to sales valuation price to sales right now is 2.91 and we can see compared to its previous months it is actually one of the lowest levels right now so it is cheaper than it was in march it is cheaper than it is in september based on those trailing 12 month sales so things aren't looking too bad for Flair. um like we saw we saw a lot of great things for flare that earnings positive cash flow from operations positive decent balance sheet and it's actually in the market that i see um, can be useful even after covid situation is done the overall major risk i see with with flia right now is that low growth but besides that everything else looks fine a little bit overstretched from its moving averages right now but it is in the position where there's a lot of volume around the current stock prices all right, the second stock we're gonna take a look at is Nintendo, but before we do that, don't forget to check out my second channel, Jose Nahara Entrepreneur, where I post videos outside of the stock market there. I have learned multiple ways to make money outside of the stock market, and I am sharing some of those ideas in that channel all right so like i mentioned the second stock is nintendo and obviously this couldn't be a jose stock without a nintendo gaming stock so nintendo many might know is the creator of nintendo switch big names like mario animal crossing and the games right super smash brothers super mario brothers and one thing i want to say about nintendo is even though with these new generations coming out nintendo switch is still selling crazy levels and most other games barely go on sale because they are grabbing so much attention so i think that's actually pretty impressive all right, so Nintendo right now, current stock price is about $65.82. Here in the United States, this ticker is NTDOY. I know in different regions it's different tickers. Year to date it is up 30%. Right now it is down about 10% from its all-time high, so there has been a decent pullback on this gaming stock like most of the other gaming stocks right now. Market cap is sitting at $62 billion first thing we're going to take a look at is it overextended right now based on the current stock price we are seeing it is pretty much it is pretty close to its moving averages so it's not overextended the second thing does it have volume within that region that it's at and we can see right there is a strong resistance level around 62 dollars and 70 cents around that area we see a lot of volume and then after that not much volume so that tells me that is a huge resistance point Obviously, we saw those levels before. I wish I would have taken note of that. That would have been a great time to buy in. But even right now, I'm liking the current stock price. Um, Another thing we can see is around this gap of $62 and $72, we're seeing a huge huge amount of volume that tells us investors are definitely buying in around these levels now let's take a look at future growth nintendo is unfortunately expected to decrease its revenue by 3.4 percent on average annually for the next three to five years to be honest i can't picture this right right now with the overall mobile gaming with the strong ip platform that nintendo has i just can't see how they're going to continue uh, how they're forecasted to decrease in the revenue and i do believe this might be giving great buying opportunities so keeping an eye out on this stock right now nintendo is positive on earnings and is positive cash flow from operations now if we take a look at their balance sheet their balance sheet looks amazing they have plenty of cash at hands and no debt whatsoever so i'm really liking nintendo unfortunately i couldn't really pull out their price to sales ratio to take a look at historical numbers but nintendo i'm really liking almost everything from their earnings their positive cash flow the overall market they're hitting so the major risk i see with nintendo right now is also that revenue growth Analysts are expecting it not to be so strong as to actually decline again This is not something I kind of foresee But if these professionals are seeing that it is something that I would put on my risk list The third company we are going to take a look at is Teladoc ticker tdoc but before we do that guys you should see a link down there below for seven investing every month they recommend seven stocks for only seventeen dollars a month if you use my link or promo code jose jose you get ten dollars off your first month may i say yes this is an affiliate program but i use their services and would recommend them to anyone so telethoc right now uh, pretty much everybody knows what they do is the ability to talk to a doctor therapist or medical expert anywhere you are by phone or other form of mobile aspect mobile technology your computer your tablet and do it via video so let's take a look at technicals right now current price for tdoc is 186 dollars it is up 120 percent for the year and it is down 25 percent from its all-time highs current market cap is 27 billion dollars this is i'm actually surprised that it is that low so first thing we're going to take a look at is it overextended from its moving averages no it is not overextended the second thing is there plenty of volume within the current price and we can see there is a huge volume within these levels I want to say a huge support level is $168. That would be a great entry position in my opinion. And then a huge resistance would be up here in 223 levels. That's where we see most of the uh, of the volume ending. And this tells me good support levels and good resistance level. Right now, Teladoc seems to be in a strong area based on the volume where investors are buying and selling. Next, let's take a look at future growth. Teladoc is expected to grow its revenue 32.9% on average, aiming for the next three to five years. Compared to the other two we saw, this is a super growth stock. Another thing we are seeing is they are expected to be positive in cash flow from operations within the next few quarters and within the next two years they are expected to be profitable so right now they are not profitable and they're barely barely making it to cash flow from operations positive so we want to make sure they have a strong balance sheet so in form of balance sheets they have cash and short-term investments of about 1.2 billion dollars and they have debt of about 1 million dollars so they have more cash then they do that i honestly would have wished to seen a little more cash there but they are going to be positive in cash flow from operations really really soon and again that allows them to really much pay off all that debt and be able to continue their everyday business now let's take a look at their price to sales ratio price to sales ratio right now is 16.57 compared to the highs which were almost at the 20s and we were seeing that in quarter two and early quarter three of this year Um, we saw in september of last year it was actually almost close to 15 so price to sales ratio right now doesn't seem too overextended compared to historical highs Um, so that's a great thing there the only thing i do want to say right now with teledoc is obviously this is a great market to be but i do see a lot of doctors going outside of teledoc and just using simple services like whatsapp or zoom to communicate with their patients so that's something to keep in mind of but i do believe price to sales ratio right now is not overextended great revenue growth is another stock to definitely keep an eye out and the final stock we are going to take a look at and this is like i mentioned somebody posted this on on the youtube comments and let me know hey So I decided maybe every episode I can do one stock that someone posted on the YouTube comments. Um, So let me know on the YouTube on the comments below what is the next one I should put in this list. So this one was Peak Position and Peak Position is pretty much a fintech company in China. So they do more commercial lending in the industry And right now, it is a Canadian publicly traded company. The ticker there is PKK. But I do believe if one wants to buy it in the United States, it is PKKFF. Um, so here's another site of them a lot of information they're pretty much just a way for a a lending to small and micro businesses Uh, and that's usually a market that many big banks and big fintech places don't go into because small and micro businesses are usually the ones that have the higher rate of failure Um, so right now peak fintech is one that is gonna be hitting that market now let's take a look at a few things current price right now is a dollar and 32 cents year to date it is up 288 percent. it's currently at its all-time high and it has a market cap of 169 million dollars so this is a small cap company right now one thing i am seeing is we're seeing i do believe we have a nice amount of resistance here in about 89 cents and huge volume here at around a dollar and 22 cents again this is we can see in prior history just based on these bar on, on these candles that volume for this company for this ticker is not that high so that's definitely a risk i would say next let's take and the other thing is this is a super small cap company Right now the revenue is expected to grow 17.6% on average. That is a nice growth stock. This is what I would consider a growth stock. We're also seeing them expected to be profitable in 2021. Balance sheet right now, it's looking not that bad. They have about 4 million Canadian dollars in cash and short-term investments and about five million dollars in debt let me take that back i'm not a huge fan right now of that balance sheet they have more debt than they do have cash and right now they are not positive in earnings if they were positive in earnings that would have been something i would have been okay with. So right now, like I mentioned, this is one that was mentioned by uh someone in the YouTube comments PKK. For me, normally when I invest internationally, I really want to invest in companies that are either backed up by backed up by some big company that i follow for example tencent if you're backed up by tencent you're a company i normally follow but very very small micro companies like this and there's no real person or no real big business that backs them up i usually stay away for those reasons other things i saw was obviously not profitable and the balance sheet even though it looks good in form of assets to liabilities. That cash compared to debt is not something I want to see. Obviously, we have strong um, strong revenue growth and it is expected to be profitable soon. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, let me know what you think. Make sure to hit that thumbs up. It helps so much with the YouTube algorithm. Take care. Have a good night.